Hi everyone. So we do have a fire alarm going off at Seven Trend, but it's just a test. So don't panic. Darren is safe and well. Um, thumbs, I've, got, I've got a thumbs up. I can't believe that happened. Two minutes before the webinar, live webinar is you to start. Um, so welcome everybody to the Seven Trend webinar. Um, today we're going to find out a little bit more from the grads, Bert, Simran and Krishna, all about their opportunities that they've had at Seven Trent so far. So running water in a flushing toilet is something that we all take for granted, but how does water get to you and how can we sustain this resource for the future? Today, Seven Trent will tell us how. So Grad Cracker has a long history with Seven Trent and Darren. Uh, me and Jess have met Darren on numerous occasions at your HQ in Coventry and um, they do a lot with Grad Cracker as well. So they sponsor the Grad Cracker toolkit and um, so that's the utilities se section um, and they've got a hub filled with lots and lots of information such as um, employee profiles, videos and lots, lots more. So I really, really want to get across to you today, the viewers, about how interesting the water industry is um, so, and why you really should consider this if you are looking for a placement or a graduate opportunity. So let's find out a bit more from Darren um, about Seven Trent um, and the opportunities which they currently have open. So Darren, on to you, if you could just um, tell everybody who you are, what you yes, do. Yes, absolutely. Seven Trent. Thank you very much, uh, Carla. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, for those of you watching this live, my name is Darren. Um, I am the Attraction Selection Lead um, for all of our new talent programmes at Seven Trent. So delighted that you're spending some time with us this afternoon to learn a little bit more. Um, 2022 is a big year for us. Um, our numbers for both undergraduates and graduate opportunities are increasing. Um, multiple programmes within STEM-focused areas as well, which is really important for the audience that's with us this afternoon um, and opportunities that are also sort of in the West Midlands and East Midlands. So whether that's engineering and you're interested in design, maybe program delivery, technology, we've got different technology programs, those that are specific to certain skills types and those that are more, um, I suppose, a broad, gives you broad sort of overview of technology. Um, different types of engineering sort of discipline requirements as well it's a it's an exciting time with a, a lot of projects that are taking place now and going into the future really really exciting news to be at seven trent isn't it so absolutely and um, tell, tell everybody a little bit more about seven trent darren and, and what the company gets up yes to. okay so, so as as an organization we are a regulated water and wastewater business. So we have around 8 million customers across a large geographical patch, which stretches from sort of South Gloucestershire uh, towards the estuary of the River Severn, all the way through to North Lincolnshire, sort of Scunthorpe Way and everything in between. We do have a Welsh part of the business as well. So from an early careers perspective, it's a big investment by um, the executive uh, or Seven Trent Executive Committee. And um, as an organisation with a social purpose, um, we're, we're very much aligned to providing opportunity for um, young people at all different entry levels, be it apprenticeship, undergraduate or graduate. So um, in, in terms of where, then we ask our candidates to be flexible, as you'd imagine, with the kind of uh, operations that we have. They're not all about sort of sites, especially in the engineering world, or if you're out and about, are accessible by public transport. So sort of having that ability to get from a to b is quite important um, so you might you might need that support at the outset based on not having the ability to do that but i think if you've got the mindset that okay this is an industry that i'm going into it's in an operational world and um, be it engineering i think our technology roles are not i think they are our technology roles are more office-based of course um, but but for those that are going into 
roles that could see them being able to go out and see the projects that they're working on then being able to do that um, is, is important and you'll hear from Bert and, and, and Krishna later on. Perfect, thanks Darren. Bert's laughing all the way through this because Darren is a walking, talking glossary of seven Trent facts. Try well, not to include too many acronyms, Carla. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. No, 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 acron- <laughs> no acronyms either. There's the st- strict rules and regulations yeah. to this, to this Absolutely. webinar. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks, Darren. So what no we're problem. going to do now, no, what we're going to do now is uh, move on and speak to the grads about their experiences. And um, they all found their placements and graduate opportunities and um, through Grad Cracker. So they're, they're really big advocates of the site as well. And um, so, Bert, I'm going to start with you. Could you tell the audience about where you went to university and what you studied, please? Uh, yeah. Hi all. Yeah, my name is Bert Pickering. I um studied mechanical engineering at Bournemouth Uni. Thank you, Bert. I'll come back to you for your fun fact at the end. Um, oh, watch your space. Krishna, Krishna so where, where did you go to university and what did you study? Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, before joining 7 Trent, uh, I did my master's in international business management and mechanical engineering at Newcastle University. Thank you very much. Simran? Hello, I went to Aston University and I studied chemical engineering. Thank you very much. And you've been working a lot, haven't you, with Aston about to really promote this webinar as well. So I think Jess wants yeah. to give a bit of a shout out. Yeah. So hi, everyone from Aston watching. Um, <laughs> you're all in, you know, enthused and inspired by Simran's story already. But hi, and thanks for joining. Definitely. Thank you very much. So, yeah, key facts then. Bert, I'm going to start with you. Uh, OK, so uh, Seven Trent is got a new target of being net carbon net zero by 2030. And that's... Yeah. 20 years ahead of what the government is asking for basically so again we all involved with electric vans and cars yeah. and they're also looking at things like lorries and stuff like that ways that we can all help and planting trees and solar and all that so making the world a better place thank you but um krishna so key fact please yes um so one fact about seven trend is we have one of the two water companies which are fast tracked by Offert, who is our water regulator. Yeah. To the next period, during this AMP seven cycle. Well, you cut out a little bit there, Krishna. Do you want to say that fact again? again? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. So, like this fact is we are one of the two water companies which are fast tracked by Offert. So, who is a water regulator in the UK? Uh, to uh, like to the next AMP period, so which is asset management period during this AMP cycle. Perfect. Thank you. I heard it all clearly then. So thank you very much. And Simran, you, your key fact? Yeah. Um, so as a water company, we supply 2 billion litres of drinking water each day for our customers. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Darren? I can't hear you. I'm, I'm going to take myself off mute. There we go. So um, an interesting fact, Seven Trent um, have invested £10 million in its people and communities. And we're just approaching an annual, our first anniversary of the Seven Trent Academy opening its doors to its first pupils. Yeah. So um, that's for um, colleagues to get first class, world class training to be able to go out into their communities and do um, their work the very best that they can. So it's, it's it's assurance there for the people and communities at which we serve. Yeah, and it just shows how heavily you invest in your members of staff as well, doesn't it? Absolutely. Perfect, thanks Darren. I'm going to stay with you then, Darren. Um, okay. So can you tell everybody about the roles that you've currently got open on Gradcracker and any future plans to open any further opportunities? 
Okay. Um, yes, let's start off with um, graduate opportunities. So I, I mentioned at the outset that it's our biggest intake and we've got those different routes in. Um, our opportunities are open at the moment. You can go onto the hub and find out lots more, get lots of guidance that links you then through to the 7 Trent website. But go to the, go to the hub to get everything that you need. So we have cybersecurity. So it's not just a technology program. It's specializing in a particular area. And we do sort of um, those opportunities are open to individuals that are from that computer science background. For those of you that have an interest in technology but might be studying um, a subject that's non-technology related, a particular passion of yours, but you've got that interest, we do have another technology program that's a delivery practice uh, graduate program that allows you to sort of to get exposure to different um, projects that are taking place within the whole technology arena. Simran will, I know, share experiences of her time to date, but it will give you sort of um, an introduction there to, to the whole cycle of technology programs and the type of programs that we run. So they're both two year programs, but one is more specific than the other, and, and um, but both equally as exciting. Um, yeah. Can I yes. ask you a question? Just interrupt there, because there might be students listening today that didn't even realize that you would recruit, you know, from yes. their disciplines computer yeah. science, technology, cybersecurity, yeah. all the things you mentioned. Could you just tell us briefly the kind of projects they would be working on? Because they might be sat there thinking, where would I fit? What kind of projects would I be working on if I was to come to Central? I think that they'll, they'll be kind of, uh, it'll be split into different different routes. Sorry. So that's all right. You've really put me on the spot there. So Sorry. we'll have the kind of, we'll have sort of digital engineering. So there'll be different okay. sort of architecture projects that the team will be completing. So that's yeah. the development of new apps and software that's required by certain teams out in whatever field that they're in, if it's in the communities. Um, there's also from a technology perspective, even deeper kind of technology roles outside of technology through um, asset intelligence, for example, and innovation. So, you, you, you know, there's the, whilst there isn't a graduate opportunities there, then getting the grounding within the areas that you're going into could open up the doors to sort of progress into to particular areas of interest. Yeah. Cyber is cyber, though, but with the project, um, I suppose, the, the uh, delivery practice uh, graduate route, then getting that grounding for what delivery practice is of programmes would enable you to sort of then take that next step up. Really? So, but without kind of chucking the ball over to the fence for Simran, then I think that we'll wait for her to kind of share those exact experiences yeah. but it will be devops it's kind of you know there will be the sort of architectural sort of um, projects as well and yeah. then there'll be sort of practice sort of management end to end so scrum master kind of roles and sort of oh, working out you know those kind of opportunities fantastic thank you jessica for that question sorry sorry darren <laughs> <laughs> you know what she's like darren oh yes before. absolutely no that's fine that's absolutely fine it's good, good to keep me on my toes so <laughs> So that's, that's technology. So if we look at um, engineering and um, we have designed, so, so we, we've restructured the engineering program at Seven Trent. I think um, in the past, um, the emphasis has maybe been on, okay, a discipline is required to be able to go and do some fantastic work, get involved in some fantastic projects. Uh, I think the emphasis now is very much on, okay, what training and development do we need to provide as part of those placements be it design engineering be it project program delivery for those specific disciplines that will lead to um, getting 
the right evidence as to work towards chartered status. So I think whereas in the past it's possibly been, you know, we have a fantastic mechanical, electrical, civil engineer that's doing some smashing it out of the park with the projects that we've got, then it's going to be okay. This person needs to be doing this to be able to, as they work towards chartered status, then need to have exposure to this area. So it's building up a technical competence within the, the work that they do and the, and the discipline that they're in. So separately this year, for the first time, there are graduate and undergraduate opportunities within um, water treatment process engineering. So that includes um, wastewater recycling as well. So, so for chemical engineers, that's, that's, that's fantastic that we now have a specific treatment process engineering program. So if you look at environmental um, work or work that we do with the environment, you know, the environment is our, um, it's in our supply chain. We interact with it every single day. So to have that opportunity there is great. So design is very much the civils, um, mechanicals, electricals, as is program delivery. But program delivery, if it was a science-based STEM subject, then it can be non-engineering as well. Perfect. Thank you, Darren. Um, so as, as you can take a breath, as, as Darren just mentioned, I think on the hub at the moment, we've got eight um, graduate positions and, and one internship at the, at the moment. But Darren mentioned it is the biggest intake ever at Seven Trent. Um, so remember, there's numerous positions per opportunity. Um, so I'm going to let the grads talk about everything that they've been up to. Um, but I'm really excited to hear about your story as an intern and coming back as a graduate. Um, so I'm going to hand over to Miss Locke. Thank you. So yeah, Bert, I'll start with you. Okay. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Yeah, again. So um, yeah, I've just come off the grad scheme. So yeah. I've done three years under a placement year bracket and grad scheme bracket. So okay. on my placement year, I was in waste treatment delivery, um, yeah. which I was really fortunate to get involved in a big tens of million pound project just outside Birmingham to do with the HS2. Yeah. Um, and we were doing some diversions on a scheme. So I spent a year out working on one site, building and developing a basically a new element of the sewage treatment works, which was re really good fun. Yeah. And then I went back to uni and then come back from my first year of the grad scheme. Um, I went into waste treatment design. So it's basically the stage before delivery. Um, it's the stage between a process engineer and a delivery member so um yeah the idea of that was you take the reports produced by a process engineer which includes like basically design options and you have to develop those further and understand what's the best way to design that scheme to get the best outcome basically um so yeah i spent a year doing that so and this, then i went on, this, go on just i just about some stupid question go so. on bear with me but what yeah. are you designing so basically the main driver for most uh waste treatment works is a discharge permit so each um wherever waste treatment works discharges there is a set permit set by the ea of the quality of that water that effluent that comes okay. out of the works yeah. and usually most drivers in every amp is a tightening of that permit so an improved effluent quality coming out of that works right. and so basically at the start of the amp all the process engineers so like the chemical the clever people basically the people that do all, the, all the long words <laughs> and stuff like that um <laughs> they, uh, they come up with something called a process options report 
um, and that's basically got multiple options within that report of different processes to reach that new permit okay yeah um but that can obviously you can stem from a small couple of hundred thousand pounds scheme in the middle of nowhere you know what i mean in the middle of the cotswolds to a 40 million pound scheme on one big sewer streamworks so there's a massive variance in the projects and the schemes to get involved in um so you could end up doing like loads of little ones one big one there's so much different and every single one is different as well so every single one's got a different requirement and it's already got different things there so you sort of have to use your knowledge and data collection to specify the best possible option basically when um, when when you came back as a graduate, but so uh, did you get to choose which team you were in and which projects that you wanted to get involved in, or did it stem from like your year in industry that you did there and think, oh, actually, I've got this experience, I'm going to join this area? How did that work? So there were sort of two factors. Obviously, mm-hmm. this was like three years ago now, so it might have changed. <laughs> but um, but um, there was um, two drivers for me. One was that I was based down in the Midlands, so I wanted to sort of be based out of Coventry, where the other like the North team is in Derby. So, um, and then the other thing was I'd done the delivery side. So I just wanted to get a feel for the design side. If that makes sense. Because I did mechanical engineering at uni. I didn't really have the knowledge or expertise to trial process. So my other option was design basically. So um, yeah, that was sort of the reason for doing that bit. (laughs) <laughs> good that you get a bit of a say in it though so you did experience one area and then you went to come back yeah. and experience yeah yeah, yeah exactly good. and then you yeah. get far more, more of a say as well moving from your first to second year so back then we got an option to pick the top three choices so we got given the list of the available placements for the following year yeah. and um we could then sort of give our top three or two i can't remember what it was back then Darren. um <laughs> but <laughs> three top right. three there <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and so i for my third year i wanted to just try something new again so I went from the treatment element into the infra element which was basically the pipe work and stuff out on the roads and stuff not in like the safety of our own sort of works if you know what yeah. I mean so um, yeah I did a year in waste infra delivery so that was looking after pipe works and private pumping stations and bits like that so, so yeah um, and then <laughs> I've moved again so I'm now in my permanent project engineer role in the major projects delivery team so it's worthwhile asking if sorry for jumping in but so people might have um this sort of thoughts of an engineer being out on site every day what was the percentage of time that you sort of were out you know because it does change depending on the projects and yeah. what you're on yeah. you know, exactly what's so that like, percentage like was in it, place it, it completely varies if i'm honest so in first year with the major scheme, because it was so big, we had temporary project cabins built on site. Sorry, I've got a puppy going nuts. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and then um, the second year in design, I probably didn't do as much. It was more, a lot more sort of analytical side of it and a lot more desktop work. Yeah. And then third year was out again in people's gardens and stuff on private pumping stations and bits like that. And then this year, I've... Um, going out a bit more again basically but not as much as I was doing on the other side sounds like there's a football match yeah (laughs) Yeah. sorry he's a giant puppy (laughs) 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 oh good grief (laughs) 
It's all good. This is the real environment that we work, a lot of us are working in at the moment. Right? Working from home. No. Shall we? I think he's. I think he's taking the pack. Yeah, really just not showing you him <laughs> at his feet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, I wanted to see him. Oh no, I can't pick no. him up. He's an Irish wolfhound. He's like a giant. Oh wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then the role I'm in now, I'm looking after about forty million quid's worth of capital schemes. So. Um, I'm trying to develop myself into a permanent project manager. Basically, that's what I'm aiming towards. How long will that be then until you can be that person? Yeah. Well, so my aim is like 18 months, but that might be a bit ambitious. But I'm currently, uh, Darren mentioned the academy. Yeah. I'm, uh, last week, I spent four days doing the accreditation for the APM project management certification. So yeah. I'm trying to do all the courses I can at the academy to do that. In fairness, that's something, Bert, that you've tried to do from even your industrial or year in industry, haven't you? Because I know that, um, yeah. that there's a lot of opportunity there to, to to kind of take that training that's on offer, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I sort of did a bit of a career change. So when I first started, I was very much set on becoming chartered with the IMECI. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to become chartered with um, the, yeah, the Mechanical Institute. But after doing sort of design and delivery, I found myself much more preferring the project management side. So that's where I sort of shifted paths and are now looking to become a chartered project manager, basically. And, Perfect. But I must admit, though, even with like IMECI, there was so much support from, we have got like a team internally called the Design Excellence Team, and they run like civil, electrical and mechanical like workshops and stuff. So there was so much, it was extremely easy to, if I wanted to to become an IMEC e-chartered engineer. Yeah. Perfect. Thanks, Bert. It's always a okay. running theme, isn't it, when we do these webinars that, you know, you speak to people like yourself, Bert, that, you know, sometimes you go in with the idea that you're wanting to do one thing or your degree is going to lead you down one path. And, you know, yeah. just within a couple of years, you're doing something completely different, interesting, something completely different. And, you know, at the start of a completely different career. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I always say that to students, you know, sometimes don't be too short sighted thinking, oh, I've done this degree, which then means I can only really apply to these opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Well, and exactly, like, I've probably done more sort of civil stuff than I have mechanical, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, it's really good because so many of them have wanted to teach you what they know and stuff yeah. like that. And especially, I suppose, a bit more back when we were in the office before Christmas, when you sat with everyone and they can talk you through things and stuff like that. It was, um, yeah, you learn so much. You just yeah. have to be like a sponge, don't you? Just listen to everybody and yeah. what's going on around yeah. you. And, yeah. and you just get out what you put in as well. Like, yeah. it's easy to sit there and sort of mull it over in your head, but someone like five metres away is probably an expert in it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's <laughs> easy and you learn more going to ask them and they've all got time for you. So. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Thanks, Bert. So, Simran, no I'm going to come to you next. Similar question. Yeah. Just tell us a bit about your role and your experiences so far. Yeah, so I'm the graduate of technology. So I joined in September now. Yeah, September. So it's been about four months, I think. Okay. Um, so within my graduate programme, there's three different rotations, as Darren was saying. So there is solution architect, um, the digital engineering and DevOps and cloud engineering. So at the moment, I'm on the digital engineering and DevOps. So 
I'm part of an application developer team. And what we do is we use a platform called Power Platform and Power Apps to develop applications for us to use internally in the company. So it's just to improve the processes that already, already exist and try and automate them a bit more. Okay. So that's my role. Yeah. Um, so tell us a bit about your rotations. What do you say, sorry, that you're on now? And then what do the future rotations look like and where yeah. will you, you be doing? So at the moment, I'm on the, the digital engineering and DevOps. So just the application development. I think it's around six months and then you swap. So right. I can choose which one, which placement I want to go to or either whether I want to do some scrum mastering or go, um, be in a scrum team because um, it's a different way that they work. They work in an agile way. Um, yeah, and and then hopefully look towards getting um, the project management qualification and being a Scrum Master in the future, hopefully. Simran, for anyone that doesn't know what a Scrum Master is... Yeah. Is it? Um, <laughs> is it? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so basically, so in within Seven Trent, we have um, trains... So um, within the train, there can be solution architects, um, there can be uh, business analysts. So we, they all work together on one train, so if it's one project. And the Scrum Master will basically oversee, oversee the team um, and making sure they're working in an agile framework because it's, that's something that we do in, at Seven Trent in technology. So do you, as a Scrum Master, would you lead the project so in terms of... I don't know. Tell me if I'm yeah. No, yeah. So, so you would, wait when you want everything. Yeah. So you would guide the team. Um, you would lead the team. You would sort out any issues. So it's kind of like a project management role, but yeah. within technology. Brilliant. Okay. So yeah. How, how big is your team, Simran? So how many people could you be looking after if you became um, a So within a train, um, normally there's around, I think, six to seven people within one train that, that will be leading that one project. We have different types of trains in different. So we have like a SAP HR system. So there's like a SAP train. There's just, there's different trains that work on different app applications and different projects. Would you have to get to know about all of the different people's jobs then? So if you're a scrum master of, you know, different people on the train doing different things. Yeah. Do you need so they to have, have an overall different. view about what everybody's role is and how in depth does that knowledge need to be about the individual's roles? Yeah. So you would obviously, you would need an overview. So by doing the three placements, um, yeah. you don't you get an overview of what mm. what each placement does because you'd have the you'd have that experience by the end of it. Mm. Um, so you do need to you know know sort of probably in detail um, of like what each person needs to be doing and how how their expertise can help the team basically. So yeah, brilliant. I mean, you are a fidget bum. <laughs> <laughs> Sit still. <laughs> <laughs> come on Bert tell him apologies <laughs> thank you very much Simran Krishna I'm going to come to you next same yes. question again if you could just tell us a bit about your role and your experiences so far so I'm currently on business leadership graduate program and uh, and I'm working as a design engineer in capital and commercial services division uh, particularly in wastewater uh, design team and currently I'm working on three projects so which like the costs are about 200,000 to almost 1 million pound worth, the projects are. So all these projects will have an impact on performance of sewage treatment works over the next 20, 20, 25 years in the various parts of 7th region. 
and about this projects like most of these projects as bird said like you know we get this projects from the environmental agency uh, so what environmental agency asks us to is they ask us to improve the water quality in the rivers in a particular area so as bird said like we will be having a particular permits so it's like more or like you know chemical permits having so they'll ask us to decrease ammonium levels they'll they'll ask us to decrease some phosphorus levels in the rivers so then me and my team before that but he is a process he is in process team so his team they'll give us multiple options saying that okay these are all the options that you can work out and uh, me and my team at that time we work together and come up with a solution uh, to improve the final effluent quality of the sewage treatment plants so right. which we ultimately release into rivers i see so then the, it kind of end the would you say you look after almost the last bit of the project then? You made like no, the final that, decision. No, when we like, you know, uh, so Bert, he's going to give us like five to six options. Yeah. Then we work on like, you know, various cost factors, like, you know, how much it's going to take, how long it's going to take. So, and also we'll keep an impact. So uh, sometimes there will be a population growth and also potential catchment issues in the future. So we will forecast that. So considering all these aspects, we'll come up with the one solution. Then we'll go back to the process team. So again, they'll do an in-depth work for that single option. Oh. Then afterwards, it goes to delivery stage. So where the contractors involvement will be there. I see. Uh, it, got, it sounds, um, and I suppose I, I, I know a little bit about this, Krishna, but, but what you just described there, a lot of people might be thinking, okay, how long has Krishna been there for? I couldn't possibly do that. I'm still at university in my final yeah. year. What, you know, what, what are the expectations of seven trend if, if you know so, so it's probably worth kind of highlighting the support um, that you've got to be able to get to where you are now within the kind of five months is it that you've been on program I guess yeah. uh, today it's yes today it's exactly like four months since I have joined oh, I'm happy anniversary yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes to be honest like you know on the day one when I have like you know met my team, so they started giving me work. To be honest, I have no idea. I am from a mechanical background, but I have no idea about any, even a single bit of waste treatment process. But in for the first three or four weeks, my team and also with the help of Academy, they have enrolled me into some courses where I have developed the basic skills on like, you know, how exactly this waste treatment works from the beginning to end. What are all the factors that we need to consider? So from the small, very basic stuff, Till like you know, they immediately from the day one they won't give us any kind of like you know very big responsibility. But it's like a day by day, step by step procedure. So slowly, slowly they'll take me into like you know uh, one step after one step in a particular project. So now as it's been like four months since, still I'm not familiar with the full process, like how it goes from the beginning to the end. But like uh, this a, a outline. But definitely like our whole team, my team consists about eight or nine members. So okay. each and every one, like, you know, I'll just drop a message in the group. Guys, I need this one. Guys, can you help me with these calculations? <laughs> yeah. That's it. They respond to me. If not, if they're busy, they'll guide me to someone who can help me with that. Oh, that's good. Oh, brilliant. It's, it's so good having all the help and, yeah, this help and spot. I think we were saying the same thing. Once <laughs> help and spot, you can just go to somebody and say, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. And then it's there for you. I can go to anyone. Like, you know, here yeah. the team, very friendly, including the managers and also program leads. Like, you know, it's not like, ah, he's a program lead. I should not go there. No, <laughs> yeah. not there. So oh, it's a very good environment, yes. 
Well, oh, Krishna, you sound like you know what you're doing, which is yes, great. you do. You know, you, you sound, I'll be like, like Darren said, I'll be a bit blown away listening to you thinking, oh, wow. Mm. You realize that I would get those options, that opportunity and responsibility so early on. I, I, I think it's probably also worthwhile mentioning that Krishna um, joined us last year and joined the business leadership program. But from what you've heard, has explained that he's kind of working in a design engineering role and been able to slot him into that placement based on the background and experience that he has. So the program that he's on, we do get a real good mix of people that are from a um, STEM background, but also non-STEM subjects as well. So we will kind of look at the individual's, um, I suppose, own educational journey and what those interests are before then placing or putting that individual Krishna in this case onto their first placement as yeah. part of the business leadership program so we're not expecting everybody to know everything from day one right so, so yeah. it's making sure that um, the right support um, structure is around that person if individuals have got the right um, attitude and drive and wanting to learn so it's been wonderful seeing Krishna's profile on LinkedIn for example in the last five months really kind of grow um, you, you, you know, if you've got that mindset that you want to learn and you want to, um, you've got the drive to, to be the very best that you can be, then people will be very supportive of that. Um, if you haven't come from that non-technical background, right, you can learn, you, you, yeah. can, get, you can develop that knowledge yeah. and that's what the programme is about. I think it's just about being, you know, being being your best self. I think they say nowadays, Darren, and um, be your best self. And obviously, the academy, Seven Trent Academy, will take you all the way through your journey. So, just thinking about our audience, you know, STEM students, any STEM discipline background, Darren will, you know, consider um, you to the opportunities that he's got open at Seven Trent. So, yeah, make sure you have a look because these journeys so far seem absolutely amazing. I just want to make the point there. So, I did a presentation. Sorry if I said this wrong. I don't know if it was Sheffield Talent or Kent. They've kind of merged together in my mind yesterday or the day before. Um, but a student, so many. Oh, a student <laughs> asked me and said, oh, you know, do the employers expect me to know everything when I start the job? And it was like, no, absolutely not. This is the whole point of these yeah. employers, like Seven Trend, offering these fantastic training programs so they can teach you. As long as you're willing, open-minded, enthusiastic, passionate to learn, yeah, that's give what they're looking for. So absolutely. Um, next, we're going to talk about projects. I know we've kind of touched on some of the projects that you've worked on so far, but Bert, I'm going to come back to you again. And if you could <laughs> tell us over the three years that you have now been with Seven Trent, what has yeah. your favorite project been and why? Okay. Um, my favorite project is probably the one I'm doing now. Okay. Um, more because I feel like I've learned everything I need to do so I can enjoy delivering it, if that mm. makes sense. But mm. also where uh, it's quite an exciting project. So my current, well, one, I suppose, the projects I'm looking after at the moment is a transfer scheme from Hinkley to Nuneaton. And um, it's 1,500 litres a second, basically. So you know how we were saying that Seven Trent provide 8 million litres of water a day, I think it was, didn't you say Simran or something? Or? Uh, Two billion. Two billion, there we go. <laughs> two billion. So, like, this pipeline is probably going to do about two hundred million. So, just put that into context oh. of waste. Yeah. So, it's going to be a three pipes, one point two meter diameter for about twenty kilometers. Oh, 
Right, so slow that said again. How, how big is the pie? 1.2 metres diameter, and there's three of them. Um, Gosh. And it's going 20, yeah, just under 20 kilometres. Um, so it's an exciting scheme, and I've got about 80 landowners that are all angry farmers and stuff like that. So. <laughs> Excuse me, do you mind um, if I just dig up your field? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So, but it's all really good fun, and, like, um, yeah, we're just sort of in the design phase now, so and hopefully we'll deliver it within this amp. So. It just goes back to your point you said earlier, though, Callie, you know, and you, you take it for granted, don't you? You don't understand the infrastructure and what it takes to, you know, just turn your tap on. Yeah. And I'd like to say no, because <laughs> my water pipes are not dug in. So every morning, this is not Seven Trent, by the way, I live in Yorkshire, but every every, every morning, <laughs> if, it's, see, should you be saying if, this? if it's frozen, I have no water. Um, <laughs> so I don't take it for granted because I live in the sticks, but it's definitely not Seven Trent. I think it's you know I know they kind of just um interject there and they were kind of light-hearted but it, it, it is a complex operation you know yeah. everything from um I suppose the ways in which we extract water and the different ways in which you can do that all the way through treatment processes to get that clean water to tap often yeah. sometimes in very rural areas across our communities to then sort of bring that wastewater back into our treatment works to then to be able to recycle that and to meet the permits that Bert was kind of explaining um, earlier. And we've got some incredibly talented people. You know, every single person that works at Seven Trent, irrespective of level that they're at, will be, you know, know you kind of that phrase that you used earlier, Carla, so to be the very best that you can be in what you do. So the values that we hold to ourselves as employees is you are actually playing your part in the national critical infrastructure, irrespective of where you work in the business, right? So yes. Simran is working in technology, but if the projects don't happen within Simran's area of business, there is a ripple effect and there is an impact elsewhere. Yeah. And eventually it will reach our customers. So there's 8 million people in our region. So of which I think there's only eight miles that you could sort of say isn't landlocked, right? Yeah. So, so you, you know, there, there's lots of innovation within the industry and there's lots of opportunity. Um, there are ethical reasons why people might want to choose a career in this area. Um, and I know that there are reasons why people choose a particular educational route as well. So they have an interest in, and, and you can use that in certain areas. But we do, of course, um, yeah, we, as you've said already, Carla, we do. The majority of our programs do are open for um, individuals across all disciplines. You are, there you are, hidden heroes, aren't you? Because if you didn't have water, yeah, key workers. <laughs> yeah. A lot of our people were key workers during the pandemic. You know, people still expect, you know, that yeah. that um, to be able to turn the tap on, and you don't think about it, Jessica. You know, you're right. You just go downstairs or you're upstairs, wherever you turn that tap on, you expect it to be there. Yeah. It is a complex operation, which sometimes we have to kind of display courage because not everything goes right. And we have to display that to be able to get to the outcomes where we want to. So on our graduate programs or any opportunity at Seven Trent, you will have that opportunity to develop. You will have the opportunity to play your part in doing something pretty amazing. So, yeah. you know, and that's why there's so many people here that are particularly proud of working, working for Seven Trent. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, so you get your head around that, everything you've just said and what you guys do for the country and 
then on top of that, you, your targets of doing it carbon neutral by 2030, did you say? But yeah, that then blows my mind again. <laughs> like, how would you do all that with you know? Well, yeah, like so, do it again. Part, part of the scheme as well that I'm looking at is we pump from Hinkley because we're closing the sewage treatment works and the land in which that sewage treatment works is on about 50% of it we're turning into a green space so it's going to have all lakes and open woodlands and stuff like that and turn into a bit of like a nature reserve so it's all part of planting more trees and we're cutting down type thing Um, just goes to show as well that you've just got such a brilliant future ahead of you all of you at Seven Trent because it's not just it's not just now is it there's there's plans in the future but I think am I able to say Carla um you know because we had 500 and 65 best stay on the lower side but five most five six five five eight five over half a billion pounds was awarded to seven trent by the regulator earlier this year or sorry may last year and that was off the back of you know something called the green recovery so as we come out of the pandemic how do we support the communities now the regulator though all the water companies had the opportunity and probably and did in fact so i won't go through the numbers but if you wanted to kind of go online and see you know it's easy it's fine so so we're talking other water companies were getting in in the tens maybe just over 100 and then it got announced to us that seven train had 565 billion sorry half a billion pounds 565 million that was awarded so there's six different major projects that are taking place everything from smart metering through to improving um, river quality so that there's bathing rivers across certain parts of you know the, the sort of river courses that are within our geographical area um, through to taking away um, lead pipes and replacing those from kind of road to house so like what you were explaining that you're experiencing sort of improving you know becoming more sustainable now there's a ripple effect there within the supply chain which we'll see around two and a half thousand people get employment through these different projects so so you know that that sort of funding as it were is being awarded to seven trent that plays a part across the communities because that's not two and a half thousand roles that are going to be at seven trent there'll be people from seven trent that are um sort of managing those and there will be and there have been increased opportunities don't get me wrong as you know we've got interns that are on green recovery and you helped us kind of get those people last year but the but the point is is that um that there is opportunities presenting uh that that, that that sort of are being identified regularly so if you're watching this in three months time or two months time or even looking ahead to next year the landscape would have changed i'm sure based on how we serve our communities mm-hmm. fascinating so we move on to simran and projects yeah so um, um so recently i've been working on a it's a pollution app so it's like an internal oh. app that we're going to be using um we've got one for um, our waste operators and one for our clean water operators and the idea of the app is to um so if there is any sort of pollution and the operators do notice anything it's really important for us to get all our data together and have the right data um for the environmental agency um and if we don't we if if the if there's not enough data or there's something that has been missed it can cost us we can get fined quite um quite a lot of money for it so it's really important so i've been working on an app um so what it does is it lets the operator there's questions it works through some questions um so they can fill in all the data they can upload pictures to the app um 
so they just work it's like a form so they can work through it and then once they submit it, it there's like a flow like in through like power automate there's a flow running in the background and what that does is it captures all the information and then turns it into a word document and then it will automatically send an email to the operator to tell them that they've submitted a pollution and then it it helps us in the sense that everything's all in one place so when the environmental agency do ask for the evidence and how it was reported everything is all together in in one place so that's one of the projects i've been working on so that was that seven trend decided to make you know internally or was that something that the environmental agency turned around through actually this would be a useful tool for is us and you yeah, so Seven Trent have made um, decided to take this further. So there was someone from the pollutions team who came forward with the idea, um, and then we worked together with with um, with that with that team, and then yeah. we we make an app. And it it also gives you exposure to different areas of the business yeah. as well, because I don't feel like I would ever work with the pollution team or yeah. like if we we've got another app, um, it's like a portal launching for like. The visitor center and we work with the reception team so it gives you exposure and it helps you network within the business as well yeah yeah wow. and coming up with those ideas because like you say you know you're working with a team with the yeah. problems going to be completely different to what it yeah. could be the visitor center yeah um, pollution team sorry to the visitor center so yeah and it's the and it expands your knowledge as, as well like within the business like just the processes that they originally used and then they're using your process now and it it just makes everything a lot quicker and it makes the business a lot more efficient so yeah it's so interesting isn't it? we're both like, <laughs> um it's sometimes as well from an outsider's point looking in like i yeah. suppose you have to as well as think why are you working like that you know it's it's yeah it needs somebody like you to think right why don't we work a little bit more intelligently yeah clever with technology and everything else to change things it is yeah it's bringing the technology and I feel like the future the future is kind of technology and there are a lot lot of processes that we currently still use that can be a lot more efficient so it was just working towards that goal of just being better um being more efficient really yeah yeah that's probably a question for you because you did chemical engineering yeah so maybe more the obvious route for you would be to go on more of the engineering side yeah what was the initial attraction for you to go more technology so when I was studying um it's not that I, I didn't I did enjoy my degree but I just found it I was more drawn towards the technology side of things like I used I did use softwares like AutoCAD um MATLAB and it was a lot of coding and I felt I always felt I was drawn towards that side rather than the whole process engineering I did have modules like process design and process engineering and I was always I enjoyed more the technical side rather than the whole the process and the treatment side of things Mm -hmm. so yeah so that's why I applied to the that program and we're going to kind of touch upon this, but because I can't believe it's 10 to already. I know we've still got plenty of time, but I'm going to kind of ask you this question just because we're talking about it. But, you know, like the training that you've got then, because um, the, like you say, you had maybe a bit of a foundation of, you know, computing languages, as you've mentioned. But what support have you got? And did you go into the role a bit anxious thinking, oh, I don't actually know all these languages. Am I going to be a bit out of my depth? How am I going to do it? Yeah, no, so completely I did. Um, when I first started, like um, I think it was, we have a um, program lead um, called Michelle, and 
and me and there was only two tech grads at the point and I think everyone else was like finance and business leadership and we I think we had a pre-join as an event and and then we asked her and we were like what do we actually need to know because I think we were both a bit anxious yeah. it was like a month before before we were joining I'm like do we need to do any preparation or anything mm-hmm. um, and she said no and then like the, when we met our managers when we started they confirmed that they they have a lot of training on offer they they are really supportive in terms of when they um if they want you to do any certifications or you do any training so I think the first couple of weeks the first four because I've never I'd never used the the um the software that we used for the um to develop the apps so the first couple of weeks that's all I was doing um just training and getting to know the software um a bit more and the team are really supportive as well so we now we're working from home we just we jump on a team's call um and we share our screens and they we work we work for it together if there's a problem so yeah they're really supportive if there was anyone um listening now thinking you know is there anything that I could do to upskill myself outside of the degree learning certain coding languages what kind of ones would you recommend what do you use yeah so it depends what you want to go into um Microsoft actually do have a really good website. Um, so it's called Microsoft Learn, and on there um, you can you can learn any type of software that that we use internally. So we use a um, a cloud based software that's Microsoft Azure, and then there's fundamentals on this. Even if you wanted to start, if you wanted to start learning, you can. You know, there's not you're not expected to, so you can do this within okay. your role as well. But if if you wanted that extra step forward you could you could start on that website and we use like azure fundamentals there's loads of fundamentals and administrator roles on that website that you could look through and start learning if you wanted to brilliant yeah Good make make the most use out of your time isn't it between yeah. like now and maybe getting an internship or starting a job so it looks good in your cv between. as well yeah yeah, yeah no it does yeah, examples, you know? and it's something that you can talk about in your interview as well yeah um, and it does show that you've got a passion because you're doing it outside and you're doing mm-hmm. it on your own time yeah 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 so. good tip good tip um krishna have i asked you about projects i haven't have i sorry um oh, i started i started thinking because we're talking about training and i started and then i forgot we're talking about projects krishna sorry favorite project you've worked on so far uh so as i said like currently i'm working on three projects uh, like which are mainly like sewage and sewage treatment works um so one of the project is uh, on a on a place like in a place bridge north which is in structure so okay. uh, in that area like uh, they have ea has access to decrease ammonia permits and also like from the process team we got to know that there is a population growth in the next 10 years so considering that like we need to start looking after our assets like you know whether the existing assets are enough to withstand like you know to do they have enough capacity to treat that additional inflow so yeah. i'm working on that project uh, so it's in the beginning stage to be honest uh, so yes that is one of the key project that i'm working on and like the cost is about like 800 800 to 900000 pounds which we are estimating but it can vary depending on the design stages like when we go forward we'll get to know what exactly if there are any internal issues within the assets so that even costs us more so that's a massive thing you've got to consider haven't you you know making those decisions now but then also making the decisions with the information you might know about what could happen in the future and making sure it's the right one it's i can imagine it's quite difficult to juggle all those that information 
exactly uh, but uh, like simultaneously also like we almost every other day will be having team meetings so yeah. every week uh, like you know one hour where i'll be presenting like you know the findings of my work so far so the experienced like designers and also my design manager so they'll be giving me like feedback so okay this might work this might not work so are like any suggestions like on what things like i can improve so again yeah. then uh, i'll feedback them into the work which i'm doing so it's like a continuous improvement process how do you find presenting uh, it's <laughs> seven friends <laughs> like present to be honest like you know they like each and every meeting like we need to have we need to be ready with a presentation so yeah. okay doesn't matter even if it is a one slide or two slides uh for the first one week or two weeks i was a bit uh, no present like presentations are not my thing but yeah. like i have attended one course in academy so that boosted my confidence so from that time now i'm happy as darren knows like you know nowadays i'm supporting darren in various like you know promotional events for graduate programs it's another skill, well. <laughs> skill to have isn't it again yes. if any students listening want to practice the presentation skills it looks good on your screen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think um, sorry, no, I think Krishna's made a good point and, and just very briefly is that you could be on a program but you manage your own time. So Krishna, I know that you've been on sort of day in the life of operational days, etc. So although you've kind of been on a, you're on a placement as a design and engineer based on your background. There's nothing stopping you managing your own time effectively to go out and actually understand more about the business and how it operates that can can help you as you progress. Yes, during this graduate program, especially like, you know, we have got that much flexibility. So as I said, like managers are more friendly. So I can just tell them, you know, uh, hi, I like, you know, I just need a day. I want to do these things. So is that okay? So as we are a graduate, especially on graduate program, so we have got that flexibility to involve in various opportunities, not especially on like, you know, apart from this day-to-day role, I have got number of opportunity uh, where I can involve in. I love um, that about seven trend. I always have, I'll, I'll come back to you soon, because I know okay. <laughs> you're trying to get a word in, but I, I love that about seven trend. You know, if you think, oh, I'm struggling with my presentation skills, or there's something that you think I could do with a little bit of help, you can just go to the academy and they're there and it's either, you know, um, like a, 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 an exam, a digital, or there's people there to teach you and everything else. So I think yeah, it's always something that's stout for me at seven trend. There's your line manager. You've got yeah. a, you have a, a mentor as well that's not related to, to, to your programme, for example, in department point yeah. is that you could go onto your own records in um the, the, the systems that we're using to it seven trend yeah. there's a whole suite of different activities and, and development opportunities that you can pick and choose some, some you have to do because of compliance reasons yeah. but you know that there's um, lots of opportunity there I was, I was about to say i was struggling oh, with my, pre- my presenting and um there was even a course on presenting with confidence i think it's called or something oh, and yeah. um, yeah, and they teach you all about skills of presenting better and stuff like that. Yeah. There's a course on anything. Do you know what I mean? If you struggle with it, there's a the course, course on it. Yeah. <laughs> Simran, <laughs> go, 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 go. Before I know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Just to add to, no, it's fine. Just to add to what Krishna was saying, as a graduate, you do have a lot of opportunities. So they offer something because um, it's called a dialo. So it's a day in the life of, um, you just have to confirm it with your manager if it's okay, but you can contact someone in the business um and say that you want to do in the day in the life of and you can spend the day with them 
see what they do and it's just a, it's just an opportunity to get an insight in some another area of the business if you want to yeah. um and it just gives you that experience so yeah who would you like to spend a day in a life of I haven't decided I haven't actually decided I haven't done mine yet so I haven't decided at the minute I'm not sure maybe someone in, maybe if someone in the field though I feel like yeah. it'd be it'd be nice to get out of the office I, I'd do that have you done a day in a life of Bert yeah, I um, did it with a pump technician. Oh, you said pumpkin then. That'd be a quiet day. <laughs> it was last year when I was um, refurbishing pumping stations and the thing I found weakest was my technical knowledge on pumps. Yeah. So I thought, what better way than going and working with one of the people that takes them to bits and refurbishes them? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, that's what I did. I'm yeah, it was you- great fun. I'm guessing you haven't time to have time to do that yet, Krishna. Oh, I did so many so far. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, brilliant. From the, from the directors till the operators, like who work on, like, you know, on, on roads and like, you know, on assets directly. So mm-hmm. I have worked with like different types of people and like I got multiple opportunities to shadow their work. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Oh, that would be a bit of a knife off. Um, right, we've, only, we've got a couple of minutes. Darren. Shall we finish off with you? Hints, tips for students who are thinking about applying. Absolutely. Thanks, Carla. I, I would say hints and tips are that um, try and use, I know that we understand that you're all incredibly busy with studies and um, you want to do the very best that you can. Career planning takes time. Um, think of the ways that you can passively do that, that sort of you'll end up learning without actually realising and sort of having to set the diary to kind of, okay, I'm going to do some research on this. So yes. follow Seven Trent. Oh, there's lots of information on the hub, uh, on the Grad Cracker hub about Seven Trent. There's lots of videos. Um, so you can do that kind of passive research to understand if we're an organisation that you feel is right for you. Culture is massively important. You, you, you're going to be spending a lot of time at work. Uh, there's lots of opportunities to develop, but you need to find the right kind of organisation. That takes time. Um, there are um, a number of other ways and virtual activities that you can um, come and join us. There's one for technology, for example, on 8th of February. Um, there's others that are taking place in February from an engineering perspective as well. So they're, they're, all the details of that are on the Seven Trent website, but we'll work with Carla and Jessica to kind of get that information out. Um, we're not expecting experts. Um, we develop those. Yeah. Having demonstrating those strengths that you do have throughout the application process is massively important. Um, but we really do sort of help you through preparation and guidance, be the real you. And, and if you are, then that sort of um, engagement that you have and drive energy will come to life without that shadow of doubt. Perfect. Don't forget, I can. I could just sit and talk to you a lot for ages. Well, Darren, I mean, me and you spend our lives talking to each other, don't we? Um, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Let's talk to Grant some more. <laughs> really joking. I love you, really. Um, so thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It's been really insightful. Um, really want to get to know about your stories a little bit more. So I'm going to persuade Darren to let us do some more videos and uh, employee profiles, which we'll put onto your, the 7 Trent Hub on Grad Cracker as well. 
Um, so, yeah, so thank you. Don't forget this webinar will be on the Seven Trent Hub tomorrow. And we'll also break it down in bite-sized chunks, which will feature around Seven Trent and also on the Career Centre on Grad Cracker. Um, don't forget, Darren said, you know, biggest intake ever at Seven Trent. Um, so make sure you get your applications in. Still opportunities to come. So either apply to Seven Trent um, or follow them to be alerted to when the new opportunities are live. Um, next week, me and Jess are joined by WSP, so that's going to be exciting as well. So hopefully we'll see you then. But for now, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Take care, everybody. All the best, everybody. Cheers. Bye, 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 bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 Cheers.